All right, welcome back to the Thoughts of Things podcast. As always, I'm your host, Tosni. Uh, thank you for joining me today. Um, I am really pumped. I actually have a few things that I would like to share with you guys. I call them the Big Five. I hope this will be the title of the podcast by the end of it all. As you know, you know, we always share uh, very many things. I talk about very many things I share with you guys. Very many of my experiences, not all of them, but at least quite a scoop, uh, a general scoop, you know. If you have actually been to an ice cream parlor where you like get to point the ice cream that you want and then, you know, like that scooping spoon, I sometimes feel like that spoon is small, like it needs to be re widened or something. At some point in time, I was shopping and then I saw this spoon in the supermarket, but the spoon I saw was way bigger than the one that is normally at the ice cream parlors. And I was like, man, these people need to come and see this this spoon. I mean... I was like, at some point, I mean, like, I'm a fan of ice cream. I love ice cream. We all do love ice cream. I don't know anyone that doesn't love ice cream. Unless, well, unless I've never seen ice cream before. Or unless I've never tested it in the first place. But I saw this this scoop and I was like, man, I mean, I need, I, I felt like I wanted to get it for myself, you know, privately. So that whenever I needed to walk around and and, and uh, maybe wanted my ice cream, I'd use it to scoop, <laughs> you know, my own ice cream. But... Then it hit me that at some point in time, if I were to ever consider those kinds of uh, mal malfunctional behavior, I'd have to start learning how to make ice cream so that I can actually make those scoops the way I wish when they t- when it is you know my own ice cream, rather than t- <laughs> rather than an e-commerce oh, sorry not e-commerce rather than like commercially best ice cream. Anyway, hope you guys have been well. Hope you guys have been fine. I have been quite. I'm recovering actually. I got a knee problem, a kneecap problem of recent. I have been limping for the past three days. Some call me the three legged man. Some three, some guys call me the three legged raven. <laughs> okay, that one killed me. That one killed me. But uh, some people call me Mosey, you know, walking with three feet already. So I so happened to have a torn meniscus of the left leg and it needs i hope it does not need surgery but man it really freaks me out because like whenever i bend the bone like the knee i hear like you know there's that kind of stiffness to it and it's just it just makes me nervous it just makes me nervous you know and i was reading some article that actually almost made things very scary but like if your meniscus gets done, like it usually happens, especially to people who are engaged in vigorous sports activity, and probably you make um uh, poor contact with with the ground, or you make a very complicated twist or turn, or probably there is a shock that goes to your leg, you know. Yes, so as I was saying, I got interrupted briefly, but anyway, let's get into it. So there are five things, five things that I would think are very important. I'd call them the big five. Like I was reading, um, I was reading the choice, uh, not the choice factory. I actually got the, the third door by Alex Benayan. Man, I mean, if you're the kind of person who like is wondering or has been curious about how most of the people out there that, that have made it to a certain level of success actually got to get to that level, then you really, really need to get to read this book, you know. He was an 18-year-old guy that sought to, that, that you know, got himself into a mission to find out how how all the people that, you know, uh, have 
been able to achieve a certain level of success started up and how they were able to you know get to get to where they they are right now so like in most cases we tend to see people who have achieved a certain level of success but then we never actually get to know how they started how they launched off how they kicked off you know so he tries to get into all these details he actually um does interviews with um tim ferris he does interviews tim ferris is the author of the four hour of the four week the four week hour the four hour the four hour week the four, the four hour week sorry the four hour week and the four hour body as well then uh, he gets to meet uh bill gates he gets to meet uh the founder of zappos the ceo of tom's the shoes he, he gets to meet quite a quite a you know a number of people who have actually been able to um establish something for themselves so he gets to meet um he gets to meet elliot elliot Panson, if i'm not gotten it wrong the the son and Panson, he keeps disturbing me so like what happens was by the way elliot is the founder of the summit the summit is um, an organization that that brings together young entrepreneurs um, and they get to discuss how they have been able to trump their uh, their challenges and how they've been able to go about their business and blah 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 how they started how they moved about so he brings them together and they get to share with the people out there you know they get to motivate people and they get to i mean inspire people and talk to people in general so um alex Panayan at 19 he set out to he set out on this mission to actually interview these people. He wrote down their names, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, all these people. And then um, he needed to get access to Bill Gates. But then he was told that if he was to interview Bill Gates, he needed to have a publisher. You know, he needed to have an agent to publish his book. The, the, the third door, in other words. So... Then you know, I mean, you guys can jump in and go get and go get the book. I mean, like I cannot really be so elaborate about it, but what I can tell you is that it's a really good book. It's a really good book. I am forty-two percent into it right now, and uh, well, I mean, I'm taking it one day at a go. One day at a go. I don't want to read too much and have an overload of information in my head, so I'm taking my time. I'm taking it slowly. I'm taking it peacefully peacefully i'm also taking notes as well so there are a few things that um when uh when alex benayan got to meet uh elliot elliot bonson man the name is killing me elliot bonson the na- the son him and then he was like he gave him five rules five things that i just want to share with you guys and then probably you get head of to whatever else you guys were doing so he was like always carry a pen and a notebook you know always carry a pen and notebook because like the more he said the more he added by saying that the more digital the world they gets the the more digital the world gets the more impressive the pen gets as well you know so like we have been found uh we have we have been found of we've been we have gotten found of always referring to our phones you know for anything and everything's more to the extent that you know there's also of course the notepad application and for example if you're in a meeting you want to use your phone to do all that kind of stuff which is not proper you know which is not proper and not um not right like it's very hard for me to think that you actually you know on your phone uh writing what i'm talking about or probably it could be second 
attentioning you know whilst on whatsapp or something like that so it can be very insulting if someone is talking to you and you know you're using your phone so he insists that it's very important if you are actually meeting someone or if you're going for a discussion somewhere you need to make sure that you you need to make sure that you um you, you carry a pen and a notebook you know so the more unpopular something is the more um the more cherished it is you know that is why gold is one of the actually it is the most valued mineral in the world because you don't find it just anywhere you know you don't find it just anywhere and uh, it's not something that is easily accessible as well so because of those um because of those perimeters it makes it very 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 cherishable and then the other thing is um he said when you walk into a room or when you get somewhere you need to act like you belong you know you need to act like you belong you need to be calm you need to be put you just need to walk into the room and i mean there's this habit of uh we get into a room or we get into somewhere that we have never been before or probably have just seen it in the news or something or in a movie and then you are all over looking around you know staring at things and you know you're being so lustful and wishful you know in your seeing and walking and movement it's like when you get to somewhere just try to be as calm as possible as calm as possible you know and if at all you want to if you're told you're going to meet people that are credible people that can be able to take you somewhere to take you places you want to you want to make sure that you never ask for a peek never ever ask for a peek you know we have this habit when you meet a celebrity you want to take pictures you want to you know go back and show people that you actually met this person well he says that you can either be one of two things you can either be a friend or you can be a fan but not both you know like when i read that that hit me straight up like i was like okay okay you know because a relationship is more i mean there are very many fans out there and like a fan only remains a fan nothing more than that you know but for someone who's a friend you could move a mountain for them for their behalf you know so if you're meeting people you need to make sure that um firstly you're very clear about that you make sure that you meet them on the basis that you want them to become your friends you know so what people that actually have that agenda in that head it, sorry in their head my apologies in their head actually have the philosophy of shaking hands you know you come and extend your hand for a handshake and uh it's only fans that you know ask for pictures and then the other thing is keep your details about yourself very 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 mysterious and rare you know um avoid talking about yourself so much you know keep people guessing what you're up to next you know sometimes we get into the habit of bubbling what we are going to do what we are doing what we plan on doing you know what is it that we are thinking and all that kind of stuff we should actually be more interested in hearing from the person who um whom we have met whom we are yet to work with you know such that you get to know we get to know what kind of person that they are you know then uh that was the fourth one about being a miss being a mystery about uh your details then sorry sorry that was the third one the fourth one was you need to be a vault a vault now we all associate a vault to secrecy you know um you have your own personal details you have your own um issues that you keep to yourself or you have some money that you keep aside and you put it in a vault and then you know you never tell the sh- the password to anyone you never share it at all and uh, i mean what you want to do is you want to make sure that you as an individual you make yourself a vault in other words when people come and confide in you 
make sure that the information that they tell you or that they share with you is not had all over the place you know it's not like someone tells you something and then next thing you know um they hear about it from someone else you know so it's like if someone entrusts you with something keep it safe and sacred you know and make sure that whatever comes to you does not go out like whatever information that comes to you you don't go about telling people around you know about what you got just got to see or what you just got to hear no 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 you want to be the kind of person who is very secretive and very personal with your issues and once you treat yourself like that people will treat you that way you know if you treat yourself like a vote he says people will treat you like a vote you know so it's very important to keep that in mind and then the fifth one he says adventures happen for those that are adventurous you know adventures happen for those that are adventurous that are adventurous so for me that was the biggest take that was the biggest take you know we sometimes always want to play safe and we are always worried about the consequences and what will happen and we are always second guessing about the one wrong thing that will go wrong out of the 10 things that may go right you know and we boss we base our thinking on that one thing that will go wrong and we tend to find ourselves being very stagnant in decision making and very um stingy also to ourselves you know because sometimes uh, Jamal King actually says it uh, he says that you know when you look at investment as an investment rather than as a, as an expenditure then your perspective about things changes very much you know sometimes you tend to think that because you're going to put your money in something we look at it as an expenditure but what i want to make clear is that an expenditure is something um for example when you're spending money you're spending it and there is it's not going to come back to you you know but an investment is when you put something your money in something and it rewards you either in the short term or in the long term and just to be clear more about this is that um an investment does not have to necessarily be on things things that are physical you know you could invest in a book you know you could invest in um a course a program you know a training whatever it is anything that benefits you anything that brings back um positive reward to you you know it may not necessarily be um money it could be knowledge it could be information you know as uh, kevin hart once said the difference between us and them is information you know how much do you know how much information do you have access to how much uh data do you have you know before your eyes once you are able to actually demystify and understand these concepts and perspectives that's when you can be able to like um act differently walk differently see differently think differently and if at all most of the things that we do and we do do them differently it is because we were exposed to a certain caliber of information and knowledge that prompts us to behave the way we behave or think the way we think you know so probably people want three people can look at one thing the same thing and all of them have a different judgment and reasoning about it based on the previous encounters of information that they've had you know which goes without saying that it is very important for us to to invest very much in information by far i think it is the strongest and most powerful asset out there you know um if you are exposed to certain kinds of information it gives you uh, a heads up it gives you a head start to most of the people out there who get to learn by you know um grounded painful experiences that you know had they read about these things or had they consulted someone that was knowledgeable about, the, about them prior to their indulgence they could have avoided all these mistakes 
you know so i would very much recommend people out there if you're listening to this man i would very much recommend you to spend some time to read something you know that is um productive of course i understand the novels the newspapers and all which is of course okay but uh, i would also advise you very much to get information from people that uh from people that are doing what you are doing you know from people that are in the field that you would want to um probably find yourself working in so you research on those people that have actually made it through the roof in your field and then get the books that they have written or probably find out who their mentors were and i mean these days information access is my click of a button a few buttons you know on the internet you can get any book i have about 17 books on my phone you know and uh fortunately i have been able to um i have been able to read quite a bit on each and every one of them you know i f- i have this habit like if i'm reading a book and then the author of the book talks about something that picks my mind that he read from another book I find myself like <laughs> like stopping at that point of the book and then going to get that book that he talked about and I want to read it so that you know I get to understand why he was talking about that and why he was referring to it from that book you know if probably they quoted the part that it, that makes it a lot easier but if they just said from this book the author says this and this and this and because of this and this you know I actually noticed that in uh, I was I was reading the Choice Factory. The Choice Factory uh, then led me to, then led me to the four, the four the four hour walk walk week, by Tim Ferriss. And then when I read that, it led me to, it led me to Biology, Biology by, by Martin Lindstrom. Then from Martin Lindstrom, actually how I landed to the three hour walk week, by the which is, sorry how I landed to the third door by Alex Benayan. It was funny. I wrote something on my status. It was a my my story. Sorry, my Instagram story. It was a text story, and I was talking about something that I had learned from the bi- biology by Martin Lindstrom, and I noticed that he viewed it. So, like of all my views, I had like ten views, and he was the last person at the bottom. So I was like, mm, "Who's this person that got verified, and like paid attention to my stuff?" You know, so I clicked just to find out who he was, only to actually get to know that he had a book, you know, that he had written. And I was like, wow, I mean, youngest, best-selling New York Times author. Mm. You know, so I was curious. I was like, okay, what what is his book about? You know, and that's how I got to London. Um, Well, the three the third door, the third door book, you know. So, yeah, I, I would recommend it very much to all the young entrepreneurs out there. If you have the entrepreneurial spirit in you and you feel like you are tired of um, a certain system of doing things, you know, society has lied to us that there is a step-by-step way of getting to certain things. And yet, in reality, you do not need, we do not need to go by all those steps, you know. But uh, I'll share with you guys all these things in detail. Just uh, hook up on my next podcast. I'll be able to explain to you everything that um, you would want to ask. As it is, always, if you have something that you'd like to inquire, please text me on my social media handles. This is Hosni, T-H-I-S-I-S-H-O-S-N-I. And uh, let me know what you guys think. Take care. Peace.